This podcast brought to you by Petzl, Lighting the Trail. Run Brightly is their new Did logo. Did you just come Scott. up with that? No, no. It's on their shirts and, then, and, the, oh, okay. and that uh, cool visor that you're wearing. Look at the back of that, Scott. What does it say? It says, Tread Brightly. Tread Brightly. Isn't that cool? Yeah, with torches. With torches. So we uh, welcome on our... Uh, Trail. Today, today's tip is brought. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Today's Put tip, a light on this, would you? Yeah. <laughs> today's today's uh, trail tip is brought to you by Dominic Grossman, who is a runner extraordinaire. He runs for Team New Balance and just had a phenomenal race down at uh, Sean O'Brien 50 miler, finished in the top five. Um, Dominic, what do you got for us? Well, actually, uh, the trail tip kind of comes from, from race day. Uh, I was uh, having a rough time. A mile 30, and um, my my pal uh, Timmy Olson came up on me, and I said, you know, it's just not a good day. I'm not not having fun. And he said, well, you know, it doesn't always have to be fun. Let's just uh, you know, get a good train uh, run in and uh, and push, you know, a train for Western states. So I did, and um, I guess the realization I had was that sometimes your idea idea of uh, having fun at a race is running well, but actually. Uh, you should think of it more as uh, being challenged. And if you go to a race and you say, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not doing well, but I'm being challenged and I'm having fun being challenged, then it'll, it'll sort of keep your head in the race and keep you from quitting. Um, if you, if you're looking for a good way to get out of a race, say I'm not having fun and it's not fun because I'm not doing well. But if you, uh, if you want to stay in the race, you know, think of, you know, the, the, the fun of a good challenge of not knowing if you can do it or not. And, um, and pushing yourself to, to unknown limits. We train our bodies, but we also need to train our minds. And we, we look for hills, and we do intervals, and we do speed work, and we do all the different types of things to push our bodies into uncomfortable spots. But there are times where situations present that our minds get a chance to be uncomfortable, and we learn to work through those as well. And and so that I, I think that's too, part of your, your uh, tip of the trail here. Yep, yep, this is a mental training um, yeah, focus on the challenge, and uh, it's not always uh, rainbows and sunshine, but that's actually why we do it, and we do it for the challenge. And keeping that good focus sometimes means that you need a nice head torch. <laughs> a, head, a, a head torch. And the reactive lighting, Scott, the, uh, the, the new uh, um, RX, Tika, Tika RXP. I'll tell you what, that, that light works. I've run with it. I ran with it the other morning, and it just uh, lights up the trail a lot like the now. It's a little bit lighter. It doesn't have the pack in the back, and it is uh, effective. Still pretty bright. Bright enough. Rechargeable batteries. And reacts. So go to Petzl.com and check them out. And today's podcast is brought to you in part by Vask Running Shoes. And uh, today's course trail and review is the Way Too Cool 50K. Uh, And we have John Nichols. John, how many times have you run Way Too Cool? Probably about a dozen a dozen. So he's he's well qualified to uh, give us a course and review, Don. Absolutely. And and um, for this course and review, John, uh, we didn't tell you this, or maybe we didn't tell you this, but we're going to put you in the new Vask Shapeshifter uh, shoe. It is uh, a new shoe that's coming out in, when's it coming out, Don, in March? March. March so, 2014, and it is a new technology and a shoe that's promised to carry you through every trail faster than you've ever ran before in more comfort and more style. Right. <laughs> I think right. that's what I, it says on their site. 
So, yeah, so we're I can use the help, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. Well, you're in them now, and you'll be going through these rapid-fire questions that we have for you. Twelve questions. We have to do it in under two minutes. I'm going to give you the first question, John. And just so you know, we may interrupt you to help keep you and pace you through this event. So don't feel that we're rude just because we interrupt. <laughs> Are you ready? I am ready. Way too cool 50K. Where is this course located, John? In cool California, pretty close to Auburn. What is the race distance? It's a 50K. <laughs> that was an easy, that, that, was, that a, was a softball. A, yeah, that was a, well, you know, yeah. everybody needs one of those. <laughs> What's the elevation profile look like? Is a lot of flats, a lot of hills. What do we have at Way to Cool? It's a fairly standard trail run without any significant climb. So there's about 5,000 feet elevation gain and loss max. Okay, not not much. Only five thousand and fifty k. Nice, John. <laughs> now you now you know what kind of runner John is. Yeah. <laughs> what percentage of trail versus pavement on this race? Yeah, the first mile and a quarter is on pavement, and then it's pretty much a hundred percent trail, with the exception of crossing Highway Forty Nine. What are the temperatures? What do you what do you end up uh, running in at Way to Cool? Um. It's almost like I'll start out with a long sleeve shirt and then end up with no shirt. Um, one thing I like about the new course is the first 10K loops around the Olmstead loop and then goes right by the finish line so you can ditch whatever you started out with the chilly early morning and get rid of it in a, in a how, way that's easy to retrieve. How far apart are the aid stations? About five miles. Okay, we're going to have to move quick. We, we're on question seven. We have 35 seconds. What, what, uh, uh, how are the trails marked? With ribbon. <laughs> Very okay. Uh, where or when on this course is the biggest mental challenge? It's a uh, mile uh, twenty-six going up Goat Hill. That is a fairly substantial climb, and that's usually where it proceeds a fairly technical downhill, and things sometimes fall would, apart at that point. Would you recommend this race to a friend or a foe? Oh, I'd recommend it to everyone. It's it's a classic. It's a wonderful event. It happens March eighth uh, this year. There's our time. You you have an honorable finish, sir. We 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 got the necessary information out. Way too cool is a great race. It's been standard one of the one of the races that that gets you to Western states at least out here on the West Coast. It's way too cool American River Fifty Miwok and then Western states. And so it has been a standard for trail runners out here. If you want more information, go to NorCalUltras.com. That's one of Julie's races. And uh, we've all run way too cool. And we've become cool because of running way too cool. <laughs> hey, John, and, and speaking of cool cool runners, uh, John is one of them. And, and you'll absolutely know who he is if you, you see him. He's at every race doing all kinds of, of great trail service out there. And, and thanks, John, for all you do. Appreciate you coming on this morning with us. It is my pleasure. Go to vast.com and take a look at the pendulum, which they have posted on there. But Scott doesn't have to go any further than his own seat to take a look at this new shoe. Scott, tell us. Do you want to know what this is? Listen. Listen very closely. (laughs) What is that, Scott? That is the smell of a new pair of shoes. I love a pair, a smell, the smell of a new pair of shoes. I am holding in my hand a early release version of the new Shapeshifter. And this shoe is very different from shoes I have ever run in. How's that? First of all, it looks like a bumblebee. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um, but it has, it's, it's, it's a maximalist, I don't know if you call it a maximalist shoe, 
um, but it has some 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 significant cushion. It has a a uh, a lacing system that is out of this world. It looks like a sock with with uh, some 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 good cushion. And so, what what's different about this lacing system out of the world? Give me a, well. Some I think info. people should go on to uh, Google and uh, and and Google Vask Shapeshifter, and you can look. Instead of having laces that you have to lace up and, and come untied, it has this little ratchet. A dial that you turn, and it cinches up. Right, with the, like uh, a little wire or something like that. Um, and so you don't have laces flopping around and, and that sort of stuff. So be, be prepared. Go out there and, uh, and do some Internet searches. It should be out sometime in March. So coming up, it looks good, Scott. I look forward to, to seeing you running those and getting first impression, and we'll do a, a gear review on those coming up. So go out to vast.com, get yourself uh, a pendulum. Get your, That's a great shoe. I'm wearing that shoe right now. Get your name on the list for uh, coming up for the uh, new Shape Shifter. It looks like it's going to be a good shoe. Today, we have a tip of the trail from Brett. It's Ashley Walsh's son. He's eight years old, and he's hanging out, uh, missing school to join us, to share his wisdom with us. Well, when you run, you really have to pace yourself, because if you, if you pace yourself, you, you will get left behind, but it will save you a lot of energy. Thanks for joining another edition of Trail Runner Nation. My name is Scott Warp. And I'm Don Freeman. Today joining us, or with us, is Ashley Walsh. She's been running a lot. Well, she has. In fact, she just uh, went to Pistol 100, a 100-mile race in Tennessee, where she ran a sub-20-hour race, first-place woman, and comes home with a, with, I don't know what you get when you, do you get a pistol or something, Ashley? What do you get when you win Pistol 100? Probably the sexiest buckle you've ever seen. Oh no! Man. We need to post that. You need to send us a photo so we can post that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's going to be the podcast photo. <laughs> is the pistol one hundred sexy buckle? All right. Hey, t- today today's topic uh, is grab bag. My favorite, Scott. Absolutely, my favorite podcast is grab bag. And there's some rules to grab bag. You just don't you just don't have grab bag without having some decent rules. When I came in this morning to do this podcast, Don had a smile on his face, not unlike the Joker on the Last Batman. <laughs> when I didn't he, see that, but be, go. because he you never watch movies. That's it's, why. Yeah. It's because uh, anyway, he had this smile on his face, ear to ear smile, grab bag. That's what that's what I saw. So grab bag rules. Ashley, are you ready? Do you have the rules? Did I did I email you or text you the official rules of grab bag? No, I got nothing. Okay, well, well, <laughs> well, good. Let me lay them out for you. Let me lay them out for you now. Don and, makes up the rules. And, and we may modify them as we go through. The rules are um, each person that's on the podcast comes with two topics. Did you get that part, Ashley? No. Okay. <laughs> you'll be you'll be you'll be fine. R- rule number one: strike. Oh, rule number two: you want to make sure that you. Do not share your topic until the, you release it on the podcast. So you can't have the other guests think about it. Complete surprise. Yeah, so okay. it's it's completely organic. So that's why Ashley probably adhered to that rule because she doesn't have any topics. She says she doesn't have any topics. She really does. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm confident no, really. of that. And, and, and then the next rule is if, if, you're, if you're up and you need to make the comment but you want to pass it to the next person, you're allowed to do that. You get a pass. You get one pass, but then you have to circle back around and answer it. Yeah, the, soldier up. You still have to answer or comment on the topic, but you can do a pass to give yourself more time to <laughs> so, think. So important. Okay, those are the rules. Those you are still, the basic you rules. still have to comment. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. So, Scott, 
You said you had you just had the the topic that perhaps could hijack the entire the entire uh, you know thing here. In 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 many cases on grab bag we talk about entertaining and um, uh, uh, light subjects. Light. I'm, I'm going to start this one off with with a serious subject. Okay. Oh, light, light. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, here, here's Ashley. Are you listening? I'm listening. Okay. Good. Here, here is the topic. Motivation. Are you writing this down? Motivation. <laughs> I am. Motivation you versus. No, no, you don't have to write it down. I'm just. I'm, <laughs> Scott might forget what the topic is. I want to be able to remind him. Motivation versus commitment. What is the difference, and how are they related? Scott, that is rough to start with. Motivation. That is I know. Early. That's all right. No, that's okay. You just you just uh, hang so, tough, and he'll he'll get us. So I'll, I'll get you going. This is what I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, what is the difference between motivation and commitment, and how does that play into someone that is training um, or or a, a trail runner, a nation member? How does that how does that play in? And do you need, you know, as I think of motivation and, and, and commitment, you can you can be motivated. I can watch uh, the the video by JB Binna un, Unbreakable, and in 90 minutes, I could be motivated to go out and run and just want to go out and run or, or or get on the trail and just just run. But does motivation is that a long term mm. effect or is it commitment? Okay. So if I'm committed to go out and run, does that I could be motivated in the morning to go out and run, and I wake up and and it's raining, or in Ashley's case, the the roads are covered with ice, and motivation is not enough of a feeling or a emotion to get you out of bed. But if you're committed, do you go out and run anyway? So I've got you, Scott. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the motivation and call that the spark. But commitment, the fuel, the long-lasting burning fuel. Man, that was heavy. Well, no, it's not that heavy. It gets, the, yeah, you just, I've, I've been motivated. You're committed. You, you know when I'm motivated, Scott, about a 6, a 6 a.m. start for a run or a 5 a.m. start? 3 p.m. the day before. I'm committed at that point. I'm, I'm motivated at that point. But the commitment comes. That's what I want to say. I'm motivated at 3 p.m. the day before when I say, yeah, Scott, I'll meet you at 4.45 a.m., but i got to be committed when the alarm goes off. So here's, here's, the, here's the flip on that. All right. Is motivation even necessary? If you're committed, do you need to be motivated? Mm, I, I haven't, but so right I feel on. like motivation is more of, it's usually superficial. Like, does that make sense? Like a motivation, like you're motivated by like something more, it's not as deep. Like you're motivated by like a skinny girl who walks, well, girls <laughs> are. Like if you see a girl with abs, you're like, oh, I need to go work out so I can be fit too. Like, or you're motivated by something superficial, like, I want to run a fast time, or I want to be, like, like you said, like, oh, I watched this inspirational movie, I want to go run. But maybe something you're committed to is more deep, like, and making a change in your life, or you're committed to, um, I don't know, finishing something, you know, something important that you start, or for, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, well, I think no, you need to yes, have. You, yes, it does. Absolutely, no. You, I think you have to have both. Right? You just can't have without. You can be committed, but you've you've got to have some spark and some some uh, a way to get you out there. So the, the motivation and commitment f- seems like salt and pepper. They kind of go together. World and peace. S- they go together like world peace. <laughs> well, what, what is that? world? Did she? What, just, what does that mean? World peace. I don't even know what that means. Just go. Just go with it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if she said world peace or little peace, like a rapper or something. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't even know if that's, that's a rapper. Funny. 
<laughs> it is now. That's my new rap band. <laughs> your, your new rap band, Lil Peace? Yes. So, yes. so um, I think you need them both together, So, and I think they fit nicely. Okay, so so next step on this conversation. For a trail runner or an ultra runner, mm-hmm. what is that commitment? Does it have to be race-oriented or time oriented is it goal are commitments goal oriented hmm. or can you have commitment just to be a trail runner just to Definitely. be a trail runner does that get you out of the door when it's raining and snowing or 150 degrees outside does that it, it does, does for it, me. it huh? definitely does yeah because if you love it it's, it starts with like a time goal or to finish something but then you fall in love with it and then that commitment to just being healthy and just doing what you love every day is what shines through. So you're saying it becomes more of a lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I think so. So, so can, can commitment change and, and be refocused on different things from time to time? Are you allowed, is your, is your commitment uh, allowed to, to move to fit your needs at that time in space in your life? I mean, are we human? Yeah. You know, we change. Oh. Oh yeah. Do you have the ability? Wait, Scott, you just can't keep asking questions. You have to. No, it's on the same topic. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. This is stuff I've I, I, I've been. Uh, you've I, been wrestling with. You've been driving a can lot. Can you see the bags under my eyes? <laughs> I, I keeping up at night. I've been I've been staying up thinking about this. Oh, how God. how many things? And I'm sure we're all different. But how many how many things can we really be committed to at one time? You know, we have these different compartments in our lives. Uh, whether it's a, you know being a good mom or a dad or a husband or wife, um, you know doing well at work, um, you know the, the 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 running thing, you know maybe you have you have all these different glass balls that you're juggling. How many things can you really be committed to and motivated to do well, or do you just have to shift and have one ball in the air at any given time? Ash. I'm I'm ready to. Uh, no, no, okay, I'm, I'm you, re- you go first. Well, you, I I think to do something well, and from my experience, that you have to isolate one thing and focus on it. I think it's hard to reach your potential without laser beam focus on that goal. You just so you say one thing at a time, one ball in the air at a time. You can have other balls, but there has to be one that's most important. That one has to be brightly colored, and it has to and it has to be the one you're, you you schedule everything else after. And that's unfortunate. And but oh, I, I disagree. Oh, good. Well, that's what the conversations are about, Ashley. I hate that. Okay, so here's my thing. Look, if you're a parent, or you know, you're married, or you're in you know, some kind of responsibility in a relationship. I feel like so many people put running above all of that. Even, like, accidentally, even if they don't think they do, I feel like, you know, they're willing to neglect, like, you know, sexy time with their spouse to go out and run. Sexy and... time? Is that what George, Is that what you call it in Georgia? Georgia. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> Hashtag sexy time. It's just, just the general of it. If you're willing to neglect, you know, being with, like, your family to go for your run or every weekend you're running or you're racing all the time, I feel like that commitment is just, like, too much. I think that there should be – you should be able to first commit to the most important things in your life. Your force, you know, your source of love and your family – that's the biggest. And then you have other little commitment balls. I don't think that there has to be just one huge, I'm committed to this 100-mile run. I'm going to neglect family and life to go for it. I just, nah. 
I think you can do just as good without that much commitment. Now, now, Ashley, when when you when you uh, um, download this and and listen to this grab bag podcast, yeah. you'll you'll hear I said there's one important ball that's high in the air that is colored different than other balls, but you still have your other balls that are there. I realize there are many things in life that you have to balance, and that's why we use that term balance. But if you're going to excel, and you we're we're, we're uh, starting to get into my my uh, my grab bag topic, but I'm not gonna not gonna go there quite yet. But if you're going to excel, you need to focus on that area at that time. Keeping in mind there are other things that are equally, you know, I mean, that are important. But can you really, can you really reach your potential and be the best you can be, and not give that that one yes. item complete dedication? Can I really, you? yes. I I just PR'd and won that last 100 off of like hardly any training and no focus on like because I wasn't stressed and I wasn't worried about it and I wasn't just so wrapped up in it and then so when I got there it was just it was it was fun and it was a good you know time for me but it wasn't like I had spent my whole life you know just working towards that goal like it was just it was a release and I enjoyed it so much I think that that was able to really shine through and really you know push me in the race because I was just out there to have fun and just it was it was like I don't know. There wasn't a bunch of pressure, I guess. Well, that, I think that, that, that goes with the lack of commitment, like serious, huge commitment. Now, listen, well, we are timely. We're in the Olympics, and you've got to think <laughs> that those athletes have put 100% dedication, and, and there isn't a single one that, that's, that's there that's just, well, just happened to be on their calendar and like to travel that they've been working for. They've dedicated their life to it. Well, they're Olympians, and we're all just trail runners migrating. So, like, well, it's different. <laughs> I, I, I will I will uh, um, throw a, a curveball at you. Um, okay. I cannot remember the United States athlete. Um, she is a um, a skeleton participant, and um, she. What does that mean? Skeleton? I don't or know. Skeleton. Don't you watch the Olympics? No. <laughs> Good grief, Don. Y'all, I don't even have TV. Skeleton. Skeleton is like the luge, except you go head first, not feet okay. first. All right. She, uh, she, she is an older participant. She had actually retired after the Vancouver Olympics and decided it's time to start my family. I'm done. She won, I, I, she won like a, a bronze medal or silver medal. I can't remember. Excuse me if I'm paraphrasing and throwing a lot of incorrect data out there. But she, she retired. She says, my family is my commitment, my priority right now. Uh, and then some things happened in her life, and she decided... I need to try this again. And so she came back, but she came back with a very different priority or commitment level where she said, if I'm going to do this, I want my family with me. And so her husband and her two children went on the World Cup tour with her. And even in preparation for this this last Olympic um, uh, run, she didn't take all the training runs because she's in Russia with her family and she wants to be a good mom and a good wife. And so they're out enjoying Russia. And it was like throwing all the other competitors off because all the other competitors are, yeah, you got to hit all the training runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so I don't know the end story because <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, well, I'll, you've got to have a punchline if you have a joke, you, Scott, you just can't. <laughs> well, here, here's, here's the deal. I've been on the road all week yeah. and the hotel I was staying in did not have the Olympics. Yeah. Well, it's a good hotel. So, so let's my, Google her. What's her name? You know what? I, let's go to the next topic and I will find okay. out the, the result and I'll find out her name. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. But my point is, my, what, po- yeah. my, my point is, I'm more inclined to believe with, with Ashley that you can have many things that you're committed to, but I don't think there can be too many. Yeah. Um, there, there's just, but, but there, I think that those glass balls that, that, that you're, you're juggling, um, I think there needs to be priority levels there. So you can't have all of them in the same priority and the same commitment level. You need to have a pri- there's a priority level. So when it comes time to uh, go out and run for 12 hours on Saturday or go to your son's bar mitzvah, yeah, you know, go. there there needs to be a priority there, and and I'm not saying which is which is the priority. No, I like how you pick the extremes of of each thing, and it's funny how we we called them glass balls because they're fragile. They are, and 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 we you know if you if you drop it, it's 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 damaged forever. And and, and I'll leave this final cop comment, and then we'll go on to the next topic. Sorry, okay. I, I told you it would take a while, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Um, balance. Mm-hmm. That's one of the themes of Trail Runner Nation. We believe in balance. You cannot be completely over on one side for a very long time, or you're, it's going to be unhealthy emotionally, physically, and mentally. Well, that's like a perfect lead-in for my my uh, topic, and I'm just going to jump in, Ash, and not not uh, be courteous and say, you know, really, you should go go next. I'm just going to jump in, and okay. and my topic is what, that I wrote down was seasons. Seasons and time for, for everything. So there's time in a season that trail running may be something that you're pursuing to find your potential, that you're going after that race for your PR. And that season, whether it's a, a two-month training season or, or it's a, the next four or five years type of season in your life that you want to push that, I think it's important that we recognize uh, our own personal season and where we stand so that we are dedicating ourselves and reaching potential in whatever we're doing, whether, whether that season is family raising season, whether it is, is pursuing professional goal, period. So I, I think uh, we just have to rec- not meander our way through lives, just kind of mediocre in everything that we're doing and try to perform at a high level. Yes, you can have family and still pursue your careers. There are plenty of family members that are winning races. I, I get that. But there, there has to be some in your hierarchy of things that you're listing, your immediate goals and your most important goals, I think, need to be need to be established. You know, it helps with that. I have an idea on that. Okay. It's a little more technical, but it's like season. So a lot of ultra runners don't actually do this, but it's really important to do as an athlete um, to periodize your training. You guys know that word. Yeah, yeah. Well, for those who don't, um, you know, periodizing your training, you can either do it like during your training where, you know, you train for three weeks hard and take a week off, you know, to cut back or, you know, season wise, like you take a season off, like say you take off spring or summer or whatever, or just a couple of weeks. Um, but that is really um, underrated. Like a lot of runners just go balls to the wall, like all the time. And um, and that really burns a lot of people out. But if you can take that time off, not only are you taking off and your body's recovering, but you get to focus on other things that, you know, your other hobbies that make you a more complete individual. <clears throat> and uh, I think that's really important. And I think a lot of people skip out on that. You know, Ash, I think you, you hit it exactly right. I think that during those three weeks, 
if th that's the season we're talking about, because seasons can yep. be any length. During that three weeks, then hit it hard and focus on it. And during that one week, don't walk around going, man, I can't wait to get to run again. I'm, I ha I'm being restricted <laughs> from running. Yeah. No, focus hard on, on something different. Focus hard right. on on a, a, a new area that you need to be working on professionally or family-ish or whatever and be 100% on that and really let the running go. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. And it really does help. I mean, I, I started using that in my training over the last year, and it definitely improved um, everything in life, so, not just running. Let's, let, let's get a little specific, Ashley. What What is your periodization training look like? What does it look like? <laughs> Well, um, like I said, I do a three weeks where I increase my training over three weeks, and then I take a week and kind of cut back and, you know, let the training kind of absorb in my body. And then I do that um, for like a whole, like if I have a certain race that's like 18 weeks away, I do that up until a race. And then um, I peak for the race, you know, taper. And then after a race, like after this past 100, I took all of January off because it was in the beginning of January. Um, and I, I just didn't. And when I say off, I don't mean I did not run a step. I didn't for like a week. Um, <laughs> I couldn't move. But uh, after that, you know, just really just training for fun, just going out and no like goal oriented, killing it, pile driver every workout type of thing. Like none of that. Just just easy focus, no, non focused training. Okay. Yeah. Give, and and yeah. giving yourself permission just to go out and run easy. I think yeah, that's you fun. know that's that's important. You can't yeah, always. It's just like your brain and your body. Yeah, you can't just leave it all out on the trail every time. You'll end up injured, either mentally injured, fatigued mentally, or fatigued yeah. physically. Something's going to give. You just can't go 100% all the time. Do Do you think right. that some of the athletes um, in recent history in in trail running, where you see them as this bright spark in in trail running, where they're doing extremely well and they're winning every race, and then all of a sudden, bam, they're gone. Yeah, Do you think it's, it's because it's, they're not taking mm -hmm. a, a break? Yeah, and Jen and I, you know, Jen's the one that came up with the whole migration theory. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> we yeah. have we have another theory on this, the two-year, I forgot what we call it, like two-year something or other. Okay, so look at a lot of, the, and I don't want to name any names, um, but look at like some of the top athletes over the past few years. A lot of them have like a two-year shelf life where they just are killing 100 milers and a bunch of other races, and then all of a sudden they like they disappear, <laughs> like they're gone, or they are injured, or they have like adrenal fatigue or something like that. I do think a lot of athletes just get so caught up in racing that they they don't take a lot of time off. And I'm not elite, so I can't, you know, I can't really say what it's uh, like to uh, do that. Excuse me. Excuse me. What do you? What? How do you define elite? That's a good. Well, that that is a good. That yeah, that's now that's a good topic right there. How? how where? If where you, is that? If you win a race, a hundred mile race, uh, a sub twenty hour, hundred miler. Yeah, but is I mean, that not you know, elite? No, I don't think that's elite. I, I think it was just a a good day with no fast girl there. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I mean you know elite as in like let's say like really talented mountain runners that are gracing the covers of magazines elite type of thing but that's elite right that's elite <laughs> no i'm not meaning like a local schmokel like me like real elite yeah I, you know i, I th that's a, that's such an interesting topic because you know elite could be before the race that you're at i might be able to go start my own 5k on on the street i live on and and, and i could be the elite there i mean that's possible uh, so, so you know, it, it, can you define elites by the race that you're at, or 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 is it 
you know, you're gracing the magazines and, and uh, setting course records and, and just exactly. the, uh, you know, the, the person that everybody, you know, wants to see come through the finish line. Is that the, is that the elite requirement? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think yeah. a lot of people would like it to be like the local winner. Like they want to be elite, but if you're real with yourself, you know, that's not true. <laughs> if you're real with yourself, you'll realize that if you're doing it and you're reaching your own personal goals, you are elite. That, and that's, that's your sweet. Own I'm elite. elite. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's that, the most important that. thing. That's the sweet yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, every, everybody has genetic potential, and if you're if you're stretching yours and reaching it, doggone it, you're you're an elite in my book anyway. And and I think and that's one of the cool things about the trail community, right? We that we don't separate and we, we don't, don't have different. We don't care about. I mean, the elites that's care. Where you go. Yeah, the elites yeah. care about the mid pack and the backpack, and everybody's like high five and going right on. You know, that's this true. Okay. We're moving on. Oh, we did seasons. Like, yeah, I think we topic. hit seasons in that. All right, Ash, do you have a topic? Do you want? Do you have a word or a topic or or, or something? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> you could just you just say a word. We'll 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 Let build on it. On. <laughs> you know what? While, while you're thinking, I I have I have an update from my my topic for for your okay, Olympic uh, Olympic. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Her name her name is Noel, uh, Pickus. I hope I'm saying that right. Noel Pickus Pace. Mom it's a hyphenated. Truth hyphenated and the reason why i didn't know whether she had won or not it's a four um heat um race okay and she's completed uh the first two and she is currently in second place um so she's in second place um i'm not sure when they're going to be racing the other two um anyway she's won five medals in world championships and uh so anyway all right well that so at, at time of podcast release, she has not yet won a medal. Maybe she's racing tonight. I don't know. I hope she wins. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. <laughs> oh, I hope she does too. She's actually very cool. She's very, very, uh, very nice smile. So, so let's let's talk for just a bit. I want to go back to that. Perhaps by, by uh, going out and seeing the sights in Russia with her family brings her more strength. She's done, like like our running, we talk about tapering. And you can't get any stronger during that last week or two weeks, and you're not going to improve your cardiovascular. If anything, you're, you're, you're healing and you're, you're getting mentally you know, energized and your body's just preparing for this, this race that you're going to do. So we don't get stronger in the last two weeks. And maybe she's in a mental spot, been there, done that before, coming back around, doing it again, developed all the skills. And from Lanny Basham's podcast that we did last week, we talked about subconscious level, you know, the conscious, what's happening around you, taking it all in, and then subconscious. She's done all of her subconscious training. She's just, she has yeah. that skill set. Now it's just time to execute. And she would be more distracted by leaving her family away than she would having her family nearby. So she's in her own zone. So find your zone. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's a topic. Find your zone. Scott, where's your zone? <laughs> My zone is in Uranus. <laughs> well, that's... No, <laughs> it's in that was that was one of the words. It was yeah. Okay, we the planet. The planet. I, I I did notice that it said Uranus hyphen the planet. I so, said in outer space. So your husband right. da- Daniel has no, challenged don't say, you to don't say. Okay. Don't say. Secret. Edit that right. out. There's no editing on this podcast, Ashley Walsh. <laughs> you know you know better than that. Yeah, I do. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, where where's our zone? Where's the zone? Where, yeah, where is the zone? 
I don't. You're gonna have to keep talking. I don't know what you mean. You've distracted that's what Scott. Somebody said, right? You yeah. distracted me with that first word. All right. So zone, finding your zone. What's important to you now? That's your zone, and what works for you. And, and so this is a back to the season topic. No, no. I just it was a zone topic. It was just kind of a a, a, a offshoot. A, we're slightly derailed. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Ashley, do you, do, do you Ashley, do you have uh, um, maybe two or th- maybe a sentence instead of just a word? Uh, mm, Your one word thing didn't. I don't know if we can go there. (laughs) Another thing. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Um. How about I wanted to talk about DNF. All right. Yeah. DNF as in start or DNF as in finish. Do not finish. Do not finish. Finish. Okay. Let's talk about it. Um. So yeah, recently I wrote like a post on my blog about um DNFing, and I had a lot of. Where where is that blog? By the way. What? Where, Where's my, where, my blog link? Where yeah, works? what's your blog link? Um, Ashruns100.com. Okay. Okay. So I wrote this post about um, giving tips on how to DNF because I'm so freakishly good at it. And I wanted to know, do you guys have any tips on, like, the best way to DNF? If you're going to go out and totally fail at a race, how are you going to do it? Like, what is what, – what, what's your pitfall? Like, if you – if you're running a hundred, say let's start with like y'all have done hundred milers. So what would you say is the quickest well, way to suck? <laughs> I, well, hang on, hang on. I I want to uh, correct something or or challenge you on on something you just said. If yes. you you said if you fail, so yes. is a DNF a failure? Is that is yes. that how? I, I yes, it is. Okay. I'm sorry. I know people don't like that, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you, we we can discuss around that. Um, yeah, like a I, I, life failure. Well, well you, you didn't. You don't reach your goal. You know, no, nobody yeah. nobody enters. Nobody the race starts to and not say, finish. you know, I'm yeah. I'm yeah. going. To, I'm going to run seventy five percent of this thing. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think the best way to to DNF is to make sure that there's uh, somebody to to pick you up at the aid station. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you have oh, a ride yeah. somewhere half warriors. I mean, it just does not work to get to sit down in the middle of the trail and say I'm done and and not move. You got to have somebody help you. That's a good way to DNF. So here's here's a tip to DNF. If you want to DNF a race, I yes. think that the best way to do it is to I wrote cockily call your own time or win like to say like i'm gonna run this time or i'm going to beat such and such i feel like you get oh. humbled if you do that it's like the universe's way of just dragging oh. you down or something okay so so ash so setting yourself up to where where you have a higher potential to to dnf is if yes. you start your race saying here's my goal time i'm going to run that no matter what and yes. let yourself blow up that's a good way to dnf Okay, yeah, I agree with you. You 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 just can't put the pedal to the metal and close your eyes and, and hope that you make it. You've gotta you've gotta be alert and ready to to uh, accommodate whatever's coming at you. Yeah, you gotta be able to change. Yeah. And accept okay. if you are bad. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pass. You can't. No, you have to come back. I'm, I'm throwing my I'm I'm throwing my pass in there. I'm still I'm still challenging my brain on DNFs here. I have another one from, but you know what? I'm cheating because I'm pulling it straight from my blog. Well, you can, you're allowed to cheat. Oh, you, are, are we switching topics no, already? No, she's still on DNF. Go ahead, no, Dash. No, I'm still on DNF. I have one more okay. comment. This is the quickest way to DNF if you are running a 100 or a really long race or something like that. It doesn't have to be 100. 
to get smart mid-race, like to start realizing how stupid it is to run that far. That will make you drop really quick. Well, if you're it, like, oh, my God, what am I doing? You, you know what? And and that that has gone through you know I I, I it goes through everybody's yeah, mind <laughs> I tell you that that that's a real one if you start to start if you begin to rationalize and mm-hmm. ju- and figure out well, what I I'll tell you I have a, a memory that sticks with me and and it comes into the family thing that we were talking about and it was at 100k it was me walk and I'm running I'm probably three quarters of the way through and there is a dad with two daughters, and that would be me, because I had two daughters about the same age as, as his daughters there, and they were out on a family outing on the trail. A hike? A hike. Aww. And I'm coming through just selfishly, taking a complete Saturday that I'm feeling away, and I thought, oh, man. And I was thinking, you know what, Don, you should, that's what you should be doing. I was convincing myself I was in the wrong place, and I needed just to go home immediately and forget this crazy ultra-running stuff. But uh, it, I, I think in retrospect, there is a time and a place for things, and going out and running like that sets good examples, and it's it's important to do, and it provides perseverance and helps develop skills that I need and, and mental toughness that I need to get through life, and hopefully, you know, bleeds into their life in a good way. So there, there's good to it as well. But I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. there was a moment of my weakness that I just was looking for an excuse to stop yeah. running, and that was a powerful one. It'll make you quit like nothing else will. To think about oh, the felt, kid, that's I felt, Yeah, I felt bad. And the love that you have when you're out there running and, and you start to just, you're hurting and you're trying to think about things, all of a sudden you just love your family so much and your mm-hmm. your spouse and your kids and whomever, the, your dog, who it doesn't matter, maybe the, <laughs> anything. And you just, you start to have, a, you have a stronger, um, um, I don't know what the word is, not uh, uh, affection towards yeah. towards the things that you care about. Like is that desire you you crave your family. It's all of a sudden yeah. it's like, oh yeah, that's most important. Screw this race. Yeah, well, but, but don't you feel that uh, you know I, I I've I've had those thoughts. Uh huh. But then the first thought that comes to me is, I spent all this time away from my family training, and I'm going to let them down if I don't finish. Yeah, and that's what they want. They would want you to think that. I think, you know? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense to leave it mile three quarters of the way through. That doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> yeah, you've already taken the time at that point, the training and That's the way, time away. That's why you can't away. get smart. You can't get smart. Well, you have to be really smart, but you can't get, like, smart about, never mind. So so when that when that happens, what what do you do to turn it around? Because we finished those races. We all have you those thoughts at times. Them. Yeah, you got to you put it out of your mind. How do you put it out of your mind? Where do you go? What do you do? Well, that's what I was trying to get to as I was saying you get smart, but not really smart. Okay, so you you think about what what you just said. You just think about how important it is to finish because you did take all that time training for them. So make it make it worth it. You know, sure. I, I I remember Jimmy Dean talking about a uh, games he played in his head to finish a run, mm-hmm. you know, finish races. Yeah. And one of the things that I've done multiple times, and I'll share it with you, is that when that happens to me, and I have that deep desire and affection and love and all those things that come at you that get fully exposed when you're tearing yourself apart out there, because that's what happens. I, mm-hmm. I start to think, my family is on a boat 
leaving, and they're at the finish line. That's the goal. That's where the boat is launching, and they're going overseas somewhere. Now, this is more ancient times because you can put yourself in any time you want. You know, you just can't <laughs> can't email them and text them as they're on the on this boat. So I'm trying to get to them to give them my words or to see them one last time, and they're at that finish, and I use that as a way to help get me to that. Now, all of a sudden, I take those emotions that I'm having, I turn them around so that they're working for me instead of against me. I, I've known you for a long time, Don, and I don't think I've ever heard you say that or i saved some things for the podcast scott that's, I've wa- yeah. i wanted to tell you that that's, four that's, or five times. that's deep man oh i'm, I'm deep i'm using i'm using that next race no, it's almost worth signing up for a race yeah. just to do it and hope just hope for just I'm catastrophe gonna, so you can use it so I, i'm gonna try all that one. yeah it's a good one it's strong it'll get you there can this be the next grab bag we talk about like what gets you to the end of a race yeah, that's that was my next no kind of <laughs> that's my next topic. No, go ahead, Ash. No, no, it's not. No, that's a good one. What gets you? Yet. I just thought it'd be a good topic. Okay, let's use it. What gets you to the end of the race? I'm afraid to fail. I just do not want to not finish. I just it's mm-hmm. important to me to get there. How, it doesn't matter how I get there, when I get there. I just want to get there, and it's okay to be the last guy coming in. I don't care. I just want to be finished, be a finisher, yeah. a completer, a getter dunner. You know, it can be kind of superficial. Like, you don't want to write on social media that you didn't do it, so you do it. Embarrassment? Is that a good enough... Yes, uh, embarrassment. Whatever will yes. get you there. Okay, here. I'm going to throw something deep back at you. Middle of the race, yeah. you're having those thoughts. What gets you to the finish? The commitment or the motivation? Oh, full circle. Back around. Both. both. I'll tell you, you know, one thing that, that, that I have found i i come back to this um i was doing uh dick collins 50 and i think i've talked about this on the podcast one thing that motivated me when i was feeling pretty down and 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 saying is it worth it to finish this thing uh, was seeing this old guy um that was in his 70s that hadn't been you know he's a trail runner but he hadn't been you know running or training or anything for like 15 years and decided you know what? This is a race I've always wanted to do. I'm going to get my act together and get in shape. And and that motivated me to see this guy with his passion. And that gave me the spark, Don, mm-hmm. back to your point, the spark to uh, to continue on. Yeah. All right. I'm going to switch topics a little bit. You can, All right. It's my turn. Okay. We're go going ahead. around the horn, right? Yeah. Okay. We're going lighthearted now. All right. And this is going to be a quick topic. Okay. What is the craziest thing you've seen on the trail by a trail runner, not by like oh, a bear? No. Well, maybe it could be an animal related, animal related. I'm just saying out on the trail, if you see a hunter, that doesn't count, uh, you know, doing something crazy. What's the craziest the thing? First thing that popped in my mind. Is yep. This. Yep. So um, in November, I ran Pinoti, and it's like a trail race in Alabama. Um, Anyway, so some chick just freaking dropped pants to go right in front of everybody. Like, she didn't even try to go behind a tree. She just stopped and dropped. And I thought that was, like, insane. I was like, oh, my God. And it was, like, it just got me by surprise and shot me. It was so disgusting. Oh, yes, that. Yeah, okay. Are you speechless? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, actually, that, that that's the craziest thing I've seen, too. But uh, but 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 now that I see it, it, it this, the, the craziest thing I saw was when I first my first ultra, I saw some uh, some lady do that, and she went off to the side. She's probably 
10 yards off the trail, but not behind anything. And, and I got the full Monty. And, uh, but, 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 but I've seen that, I've seen that multiple times since. And, and so it's not as shocking or crazy. I think it's, I think that's totally disgusting too. I think the craziest thing better. Well, oh yeah, I've got something better. <laughs> the, 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 the craziest thing I, I have seen is um, the, the great ultra runner, and he is a great ultra runner, Keith Straw, wearing a, a pink tutu on the trail and passing me in, at, uh, in a race and thinking, <laughs> I should be yes. able to beat a person He's in awesome. a tutu, but I, I cannot beat Keith Straw. He's a great runner. And so that's the craziest thing I've seen. Who, who's, who's the, uh, the jester? I don't know. Do you remember his name? Oh, that, that, that's Ed. A, I like Ed. He's a great that, guy. That's another crazy thing. I I did not know who this guy was, and I was working an aid station at Rio del Lago one year, and all of a sudden, and Rio del Lago that year was like, temperature was like a hundred and five. I mean, it was hot. Everybody's like wearing string bikinis because it's so hot. You know, the runners are shirtless and everything, and here comes this guy, dressed as a jester, full on. <laughs> All the way to the sle- wrist sleeves, all the way to the ankle pants with a jester hat on. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> but he knows his stuff, though. Ed just, uh, didn't he set a record at, um, what, across the years, I think? I think he did. I don't did. know. I think he did. Yeah, it's something else for you on Google. All right. Okay. Last, uh, last topic to, to spin around this on our grab bag as I reach deep into this bag. And I'm gonna just going to throw this out there. Are we getting... Are, is our sport, ultra running, are we getting too many gadgets and gear pieces? Are, are we losing the simplicity of, of running with heart rate monitors, GPSs, MP3 players, and all the rest? No. <laughs> yes. <Well, that's laughs> no and a yes. <laughs> and I'm undecided, so that solves that. Scott, why do you say no? And then, Ash, you're going to have to defend your yes. I love, I love my gear. Yeah. And I think it's uh, it goes back to the motivation thing. If I if I have a new piece of gear or a new pair of shoes or uh, a, a cool new Trail Runner Nation buff, you know, I I, I want to go out and play with it. I want to see what it can do. So yeah. that's that's my that's my big no. I love gear. All right, I, I'm I'm gonna weigh I'm gonna weigh that one. And I'm since I'm undecided, Ash, give me your your reasoning, and then I'm going to uh, see where I land. You'll land with me, trust me. All right. So, <laughs> You're so cocky. Um, even though a cute pink Charlie Nation buff sounds awesome, um, I think that it becomes like a god for you if you have your garment and you're totally controlled by it, and it just kind of take, you know it can zap the joy. I was just going out there and enjoying the trails. Like you just go get so into like hitting certain times that. Um, it just takes the fun out of it. And also it can injure you if you just are so dedicated to, um, you know, into your technology that you're not really focusing and tuning into your body. I think that you can neglect some important things that your body's trying to tell you. And that can also ruin running for you really quickly. You know, I, I, I want to tap in, even though I was a very strong no, I do agree with what Ashley said that, that it's very important to make sure you know what your body feels like in certain situations versus what does my watch think I feel like. Yep. So I, I, I think that you're you're right on the money there. But I also think that you can have fun with the gear. And then I can't remember what guest it sure. was um, that said, you know, after when he's doing his periodization, when he's taking a break, he goes out and runs naked, meaning no gear, 
you know, just goes out to run, doesn't know how far he's going to run, just goes out and runs naked. Yeah. It goes back to the season thing, right? Like a season mm-hmm. for it. Season for it not to be there. Oh, you know, I think I'm going to just respectfully stand on the fence here. Oh, you cannot <laughs> stand on the fence. Boo. 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 All right. Uh, I, I recently... Um, Made a change? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I've been on both sides of the fence. <clears throat> and I, I, I've recently gone out on a run without anything. And that's what made me bring this topic up is I really enjoyed just that, just nothing going on. I was just running through there and, and really enjoyed it. Uh, there, there are other times that, that the only reason I go out there and just otherwise I might stay home is to try that new piece of gear. So yeah. I, I've been in both camps, and I like both camps. And as long as I'm out there running, I think it's, it's okay so maybe it is just whatever fuels you or motivates you at the time, and yeah. you need to you need to at least go both ways so that you can learn your body, listen to your body, and and the thoughts that came through my mind when I didn't have the MP3, when I didn't have other stuff being shoved in my head, I wouldn't have, as I was going through there. I thought I never would have had this discussion with myself, and I never would have covered this topic if I was if if I had that MP3 player. And so I, I enjoyed that that uh, experience. So time and a place for both. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, okay, so you're on my side. See, Ash, I knew I'd end up there with you somehow. Good. Good <laughs> <laughs> thing, guys. So I, I I think that on these topics we need some comments. So we've had we've we've covered covered uh, a few grab bag uh, comments uh, or topics. Um, if you have any suggestions or thoughts on these topics, uh, make a comment on our website, trailrunnernation.com, or make a comment on Facebook or Twitter. It would be interesting to see how other people feel about these topics. Yeah, hashtag grab bag on Twitter. With, yeah. With, is that uh, what you do on Twitter is you hashtag? Well, we're, we're going to, and you can find and follow Ash Runs 100. She's always got something to say. And she will comment. She's quick to comment. If there's anybody quick to comment, it's Ash. She, if she's you, a sprinter. <laughs> if you hash, hashtag grab bag, she will definitely be there to, to give you her input. I'm committing you to that, Ashley. You all right with that? Sure. All right. Ashley, thank you for joining us. I know it's icy and cold outside. I hope you're committed to go for your run today. I am. Thanks for having me, guys. I have a race tomorrow, half marathon. I'm scared to death. Oh, a half marathon? Yes. Road? Yes. Wow! I, I, yeah, I don't know what's gotten into me. Th- that's hard. It, it is I hard. Know. That 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 can be harder than a than a uh, a fifty k or a fifty mile race. Yes, yeah, it's very scary. I'm like scared. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. If, if if you listen to your son's tip of the trail, Tailwind Nutrition tip of the trail, pace yourself and you'll do fine. I, yeah, I will. I, I will listen to my son because I need that. I'm going to start out way too fast on the door. Thanks, Ash, and go out and pace Moss. Okay, Trail Runner Nation members, we we have an addendum here. This is the first addendum to any of the Trail Runner Nation podcasts, but it's important. And we'd expect it to come with Ashley, right? (laughs) There's a lot of asterisks and addendums with Ashley. So we alluded to a challenge or something by her husband in the podcast, and she said— A list of words. And she shut us down quickly, but we feel, since she accomplished it— 
And I think it's, it's when when we finished the podcast, stopped recording, she was all excited because she was able to mention or say each of the words that were on her challenge list. So, uh, Ashley, um, Scott will certainly link it on the site. But absolutely, could you share with us uh, the words that that you were you were required to blend in this in casual conversation on the podcast? <laughs> yes, world peace. World Not peace. That. Okay. What, wait, wait. Uh, I don't remember you saying that one. Which I, did, one? I muttered it. What, what I was muttered it, number nut two? Sack. Nut, nut sack. sack? Okay. Nut sack. I missed um, that, too. I said, I said, oh, nut sack. That's what I said. Oh, you have to go was... listen for it. All right. Pile driver? Yeah, you're out Uranus? there pile driving. Wait, you're pile driving on the trail. Pile driving every training run. That's where yeah, I remember. Okay. All right. Uranus as in the planet. I think we, yep, we all talked about that. that one. <laughs> <laughs> and sexy time, like sexy times into the face from uh, Borat or whatever. <laughs> you know what? I, I when you when you mentioned that, I was going to say that's a new uh, that should be your new um, uh, blog spot. What site? Sexy time. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be it, a porn site. It, it's it's very. <laughs> it, it, you get a lot of hits. You get. <laughs> Maybe not from trail runners. Yeah, you would you get a lot of downloads there. Hey, so and it's fitting because it's Valentine's Day. We're recording right. on so absolutely. Oh, yeah. Happy appropriate. Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day to you as well. So thanks, Ash. Thanks for uh, getting those words in, and we'll go out and run, Moss. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Ash. Bye, guys.